Hi everybody, and welcome back to Arya's Joy. This week, um, I think it's time to approach the anniversary times. And by that I mean birthdays, death days, special events, things of that nature. So here soon would have been Aria's second birthday. And still for me, it seems like it's very urgent. Like it would be disrespectful or just wrong to not recognize the day in the way that I did for the first birthday. And I hear repeatedly that she's not here, and it's not that it's not necessary, but, yeah, fill in the blank with whatever platitude fits here that doesn't really help. So for me, what I've noticed is that time has kind of started to slow down. Everything that I want to pass by quickly doesn't. Every day that I want to move a little bit more swiftly doesn't. A minute is still a minute, no matter what you want. But it feels like time is slowing down as it inches closer to that day. Honestly, I'm very numb. And I don't know if that's worse than feeling everything, but it's definitely uncomfortable feeling nothing at all. No joy, no sorrow, no sadness, no nothing around the subject, just numbness. And it's abnormal for me because I am one that feels everything all the time, very intensely. But as it relates to this subject at this time, I am numb. And I wonder sometimes if that means that I was a terrible mom. I've started to forget her or move towards a place that's far from the life that we had together. I can't say that I have answers to any of those questions or any of those fears or concerns, but... They're there, and they mull around in my brain with all the other thousands of ideas that come and go during this time. It gets to be very hard to function daily when things seem to be moving so slowly, when everything in everyday life seems to, in some way, point back to her. Even things that seem to have nothing to do with her eventually lead back to her. And of course, I am leaning on her father as he is leaning on me. This is a difficult time. And two heads are better than one. Two hearts are better than one. Because when one starts to falter and waver, 
the other can come in and pick up the slack. And essentially, that's what we try to do for one another as best we can. There are times when those efforts don't come together perfectly. But when they do work in sync, we're both better for it. I want so much for him to be able to experience all of the emotions of a mother from a father's perspective. I want him to feel all the joy, all the peace, and even all the sadness. Because you can't have the one without the other. If you don't experience the negatives, the positives mean absolutely nothing because you have nothing to compare it to. That's not to say that I want him hurt. I never want him to hurt. But these are things that we have to experience in order to move forward. Some days it feels like two steps forward, three steps back. And the worst question to ask someone in this position is, how are you? It becomes a paired response, especially for me, I won't lie. I was approached in the grocery store about a month ago by someone I hadn't seen in umpteen years. And I wasn't really a fan of hers. And she walked up to me, she spoke, she said, hey, how are you? And before I knew it, I said, I'm fine, how are you? Because that is my now automatic response. How are you? I'm okay. How are you? Because I get the impression that nobody really wants to know the truth about how it feels. I feel dead. I feel numb. I feel nothing. No one knows how to respond to that. So what they get is, I'm okay. I'm fine. I'm doing the best I can. Because that's what's palpable for most people. That's about how much they can take when it comes to other people's burdens. And that's no reflection on people. It just is what it is. It is what it is. So, as I walk through the next couple of weeks and into the next month and try to decide what's appropriate to honor our daughter I hope that I come up with something that pushes me forward and not make me constantly look back I think at some point the celebrations should do that it's not always about looking back sometimes it's about celebrating how We're going to move forward. And if I could just live that truth, then I think I would be a lot better off. As always, I thank you for traveling this road. And I hope you will continue. I will see you soon. Bye. Welcome back to Aria's Joy. I started this podcast as a way to heal and grieve 
the loss of my daughter. But over time, it became so much more than that. It wasn't just a journal of feelings and thoughts and opinions. It was something that really served to help me. And it seems when I quit that I devolved. I started getting worse again. And I haven't gotten better, so I thought maybe if I tried to talk it out again, the same effect may occur. Here's for trying. I've gone through her birthday, Mother's Day, and the day she died in the last three months. And I don't think I've ever felt worse. I don't think I felt this bad the first year. And this is the second, and they continue to say it'll get better. But who are they? Because they don't really know. They don't really know what it feels like to wake up and know that something is missing from your life every single day. And you have to live that life as best you can, knowing that that thing, that crucial thing is missing. It's something that I would never wish on anybody, not even my worst enemy, because it sets up a level of confusion that it's almost impossible to shake. It's like you know your life was headed down one track, and then you know the life that you're living now. And the two don't really fit together in your mind or in your heart, but they are what you have. The life you have now is the life that you have, and you can't go back and get the life that you had because it's gone. In every way, it's gone. That fact alone often makes me feel like I'm walking through the twilight zone. I've moved from a one-bedroom apartment to a three-bedroom home. I thought I needed space. I felt like I was suffocating in my apartment because God put me there near my parents, near my family to heal. And I was there for over a year and I felt like I was ready. I felt like it was time for me to be an adult again and live without that shield of sorts. But I now know that it wasn't time because I sit in my home oftentimes in one of two rooms, thinking that this is a big, empty house. There should be a child running around. That leads to the thoughts that there should be a family here, there should be a man here, there should be me here in a different life, in a different role, living something completely different than what I'm living. But this is what I have. I'm not settled. I'm not rested. And there's no guarantee that I ever will be. I don't even know how to entertain those two concepts because the reality is I'll never be settled into my new life if I don't let go of my old life. And I think that if I let go of my own life, again, I'm betraying the life that my child had. It's a sad reality because there's so much going on in the world right now 
things to be happy for, things to be sad for, things to be joyous about, things to mourn and grieve. But it seems like the only channel that my radio picks up is the sadness. It's always there. I've been on this very medicated journey for a very long time. And I decided recently that if I'm going to continue to feel the way that I feel, I may as well do it all natural. No medications, no aids, no helps. Just living life as it's presented to me every day like millions of Americans do. Yes, there are millions of Americans that are on medications of some kind, and I know the statistics, and I see it, and it doesn't really make me feel much better because if the truth be told, I've spent more time on medication than off. So I don't know what it really truly feels like to experience my feelings. And that's a reality that's more scary than anything. Because my feelings may be just fine. I've always just been too afraid to let them take over. Because if they indeed take over and they are bad, my fear is that I'll never be able to come back from it. Or that I'll be so forever changed that whatever comes from it won't be productive. It won't be helpful. I've been trying here lately to quiet myself so I can hear Whatever it is God is trying to share with me. And it's like his voice is muffled. For a long time, it felt like he was silent. So I'm progressing. It only feels muffled now. And what I need to do is clear the noise. Clear the noise so I can hear what it is that he's trying to share with me. To get the noise out, I think I have to really, truly be silent and still and okay with being silent and being still for a long time I've been afraid of the silence because I didn't know what would come from it what realities would present themselves when there's no voice but his I need to hear that voice so I need to be silent Keep tuning in. We'll grow together. See you soon.